4: stop whether or not that leads to another impeachment activity i don't know but i know we must continue with the work
5: uh, that our constituents have elected us to come to congress to do that's indeed carry on ma'am <laughs> that is
4: that's beautiful that's msnbc i
6: believe that's maxine waters that's to your prediction jack yeah I, well that was my uh, new year's prediction there will be another impeachment article this year <laughs> Well, after th- this one is done. Well, it could be part of this trial. The House could pass it. Mm. I don't know how that works. Or a well, completely yeah, separate could. one. But sure. It, will, it, will it happen. could overlap. It will happen again this year. That's my prediction. Wow. Before the election. That's well, Maxine Waters, who's a nut job, saying yes. it. And you got to like the NBC host not thinking, wow, that's extraordinary or interesting or, or, or just, or just or, being f- neutral. Or even thinking, don't you have to wait for something to happen? <laughs> <laughs> not even just neutral. You go, girl. That's the way you go. That's, cool, that's, that's where we are now with our cable channels. I mean, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, um, they are what they are. They are. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about impeachment coming up. It was the setting of the rules yesterday. The main highlight is they each side gets three days. So that'll take six or seven days to get through. Then you get to the exciting part, the vote of whether or not there's going to be witnesses. So, Where's Hunter? <laughs> <laughs>
4: also coming up, the proudest moment in furry history, and Robert Downey Jr., America's most beloved action star. Is he? I don't know. He's up there. Uh, defending blackface.
6: So yesterday we brought you the um, the story of Hillary Clinton blasting Bernie Sanders. It's a docu-series that's getting ready to start. Is this just a, another way for Hillary? Is she trying to stay relevant or make money? I can't quite tell. Maybe both. Um, uh, she, I think, she, I think the, the the
4: relevant thing animates the Clintons in a way we can't understand.
6: She she wrote that book and then you know did the tour all around the world with uh, with her daughter and that made money and got attention and now there's a documentary thing coming out, mm-hmm. multi part uh, about the about her life for 2016 election. I don't know know it's exactly what it's about. But so we wrote you the read you the clip yesterday that comes out of that in which Hillary Clinton said of Bernie. That he has no friends. He gets nothing done. Nobody likes him. He's, it's all a bunch of baloney and she feels sorry for people who fell for it. Oh boy. Which is a heck of a thing
4: to say. Sorry, Bernie bros. Hillary thinks you're suckers.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
6: There was more to that than so she was asked if she stands by those comments and she said, yes, she does. She was then asked <clears throat> if, if Bernie gets the nomination, will you endorse and campaign for him? I'm not going to go there yet. We're still in a very vigorous primary season. I will say, however, it's not only him. It's the cultural culture around him. It's his leadership team. It's his prominent supporters. It's his online Bernie bros and their relentless attacks on lots of his competitors, particularly the women. And I really hope people are paying attention to that, because it should be worrisome that he has permitted this culture. Not only permitted it, but but he seems to really much be supporting it.
4: Ah, the old uh, hinting that any attack on a woman is misogyny. In the way that uh, Obama's defenders stated out loud that any attack on his policies was racism.
6: Reporter says, speaking of, he allegedly told Senator Elizabeth Warren in 2018 that he didn't think a woman could win, a statement he vigorously denies. How do you digest that? Hillary Clinton says, it's part of a pattern. If it were a one-off, you might say, okay, fine. But he said, I was unqualified. I had a lot more experience than he did, and I got a lot more done than he had, but that was his attack on me. Uh, point of order,
4: Mr. Chairman? Did Bernie actually say Hillary was unqualified it's because of her vote for the Iraq
6: war? Oh. That's the same thing she's saying about he's saying oh, about Joe Biden just,
4: disqualifies her. That, right. That, well, that's different than saying you're unqualified. Yeah. You're disqualified
6: is different than unqualified. Well, it's also even if you just say you're unqualified, it, it that doesn't mean it because you're a woman is the, the rest of the sentence. Right,
4: right. Well, there is a huge difference between those two words. This is a beautiful example of politics and how they twist words. I mean, if, if, for instance, I don't know, Rush Limbaugh walked into this room and said, I would like to co-host this show, but he had stabbed the receptionist on the way in. He wouldn't be unqualified to co-host the show, <laughs> but he would
2: be
6: disqualified. That's pretty good. Um, uh, But anyway, so what I'm wondering is, what we're all wondering is, Elizabeth Warren walking up to the microphone and saying, you lied to me on national television, Bernie. Is the microphone picking this up? You lied to me. You called me a liar. I think you
0: called me a liar on national
6: TV. So that orchestrated Elizabeth Warren attack, is is that all part of a thing with what Hillary's saying? Clearly, the Bernie bros and the people at top level, and Bernie's clearly behind this anti-woman bias. Are they trying to bring him down that way? I would suggest to you that there are hundreds of
4: people in expensive suits and shiny shoes of both sexes making uh, serious money figuring out how to prevent Bernie from being the nominee. And I... I do not find it difficult to imagine at all that that is one of the fronts that they've decided might be helpful. Let's just sow seeds of doubt among those critical, college-educated, white, suburban women that Bernie is a bit of a sexist. And they'll they'll flow away from him. So, yeah, absolutely, I think it's intentional.
6: So, yesterday, Gabbard, Yang, and other Democrats slammed Clinton remarks on Sanders as petulant, divisive. Um, well, those are some of your also-ran candidates. Uh, who don't have a shot at the nomination, jumping in and saying that was divisive, didn't hear from uh, Biden- or yeah yeah bernie said uh she's she has a right to her opinion or something like that he went really soft in his response
4: tulsi's a bit of a a a joke the anger i'm always curious to hear what he has to say because he's he's entertaining he's interesting and he's authentic i think i think he's wrong on a lot of stuff but
6: he's authentic so hillary quote walked it back last night she tweeted this i thought everyone wanted my authentic unvarnished views exclamation point which is such a typical Hillary sort of thing to say. She's right. That is the knock on her.
4: Um uh, She's so guarded in and focus group she never says what she thinks. It's all she like, everything she every ever positions though is about right. how she's a victim of something. God, that's true. It's like Comey's never told a story that he's not
6: the hero of. Hillary has never uttered a sentence that she's not the victim in it. She says something that's clearly over the top. I mean, or yeah. or just extraordinary. Yeah, news making about a guy who's at the top of the polls. And oh, I thought you wanted my view on things. Is her response? <laughs> okay, oh, you knew what you were doing. But she has the world's greatest persecution complex. But she said, "I thought everyone wanted my authentic unvarnished views." exclamation point but to be serious the number one priority for our country and world is retiring trump and as i always have i will do whatever i can to support our nominee there you go that was a little statesmanship there you want to hear bernie's response sure
5: on
4: a good day my wife likes me so let's let's clear the air on that one that's pretty um look uh right now today i am dealing with impeachment and then he just kind of spun out of it yeah gotcha impeachment my dog has fleas this is important legislation. I can't remember what it
6: is. I have many things on the back burner. Ben Stiller, Ben Stein, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro said yesterday. <laughs> that was a journey. I had to go through my bends to get to the right Ben. <laughs> get your word straight, Jack. <laughs> ben Shapiro said the biggest mistake Bernie made in twenty sixteen was saying I don't care about her emails and not going there. And now Bernie is doing it again by not, by by brushing this off. I don't know. I don't know if he should highlight it or I don't know. I have no idea. Way back in the day, the late, great Don and Mike show would have a battle of the Ben's.
4: Ben Franklin. <laughs> All right. B- ben, I've already won. You gave
5: up. And Jerry. Mm. That's Bernanke. Good. Benjamin Button. Can I do fictional characters? <sighs> yeah, sure, that's fine. Is it? Oh, why not? Oh, man. All right. Uh,
4: Gentle Ben. Ah, Ben Dover.
1: Uh, oh,
4: Michael. <laughs> right. You know, who even whose idea was it to give you a microphone? <laughs> so speaking of Gentle Ben, who is a bear uh, furries, that's your your sub 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 group of weirdos who don animal costumes and, and, and cavort in them and, and have parties and orgies. And they they feel like they're most themselves when they're wearing a fox costume. I mean, these people really belong in pens, ironically enough. But anyway, uh, they had their proudest moment in San Jose, California. Furry heroes coming up in moments on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong.
3: park is under fire for forcing a pig to bungee jump when asked for a comment the pig said dude be cool they turn all my friends into corn dogs i'm just trying to buy some time over here <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow wow that is really good dude be cool spade is hilarious <laughs>
6: he is uh latest on what happened with impeachment yesterday coming up it's just laying ground rules laying out the opening arguments the exciting stuff in, to my mind doesn't happen for a week there's some really significant news going on on the,
4: on the I almost said impeachment. What an odd Freudian slip. I was thinking, you know, what we're going to do here is let you know everything that's happening, you know, around the country, around the world in your community and not be obsessed with impeachment every single second. And yet I said impeachment when I meant immigration. Um, uh, number one, the Trump administration is going to move to block birth tourism, the whole anchor babies ridiculousness. Good. Mentioned earlier that music. I guarantee you that's a majority win that Mu- view music icon linda ronstadt says mexicans are the new jews and uh you know honestly if they are the new jews i prefer the food i don't mind you know traditional jewish foods but i love mexican food so uh w- w- thank you for your service my jewish friends but there are new jews according to linda ronstadt um and uh and more on the impeachment fr- oh i on the immigration i did it again um front but so we've explained briefly what furries are. It's people who love uh, hanging around in, in fur animal costumes. Uh, you see uh, pink dinosaurs and purple foxes, lots of dogs, uh, bears, needless
6: to so say.
5: Think of like the audition room for mascots who don't get the job. Well said. And and the best wisdom we've ever received on furries is
4: uh, somebody told us, uh, by and large, uh, furries are by and large. So and the biggest which co- is probably unfair
6: and the biggest convention they have every year is in San Jose, California. It is Jack Furcon
4: <laughs> um, which the full name of which is further confusion, but they call it furcon and uh, the the city of San Jose absolutely teams
6: with these nut jobs kicking <laughs> well, around in their fur costumes. That's the sort of thing that you can say now, but in three years we'll get you fired would be my guess right what? The word
4: ought not to have been used.
6: (laughs) Yeah, are you pedophogging?
4: I I don't think I am. But so listen to this, would you? It was right outside the Marriott Hotel in downtown San Jose. Furcon is going on. Car pulls up in front of the hotel, and a woman could be heard repeatedly screaming, get out from the driver's side of the vehicle, according to a witness. And it wasn't like... It just, I don't want you in the car. It was fear and anger and hurt and the rest of it. And that uh, atta- uh, that attracted the attention of, of the folks there. And I've watched
6: the video. Are these people in costumes while this is happening or not? Who? The, the furry people?
4: people? Oh, yeah. The, this
6: is, a, this is like... Oh,
4: yeah. Okay. It's Fur City, babe. Don't show up in your regular square clothes, man. We're rocking the fur tonight. You need to be
6: more like a doll. Right. Anyway. Or a cat or an elephant or donkey, whatever you're into. As the San Fox, Francisco... Foxes, a lot of foxes.
4: Ah. As the uh, San Francisco Chironical describes it, um, of the video, and I agree, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on, but you can see a person as a, dressed as a pink dinosaur, someone dressed as a tiger, and a third person wearing a pink cowboy hat tussling with a man. What happened was this guy was beating the woman who was in the driver's seat he was punching her out and these furry guys saw what was happening and and opened the passenger door dragged him out apprehended him and sat on him till the authorities could arrive Saving this poor gal from being beaten by this monster.
6: But the, 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 the wife beater and the woman, they weren't dressed in costumes. No, that they is were, correct.
4: They were regular no. people. Yeah, they were, uh, they were squares, as the furries call us. No, I, I have no idea what they call people not in furry costumes. Probably they just say people. Normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so these, these people ooching around in their fur saw something terrible happening and just dove right in and rescued this gal. So we tip our caps to you. Our furry friends.
6: Haven't we had uh, correspondence from the FurCon before? We
4: have. Yeah, we've had people calling from the lobby and it, describing what they're seeing. But it's not all. People s- have gone.
6: It's not all sex. Is oh, no. it? no, 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 no. It's
5: it's mental illness, no doubt.
4: It's, it's, I don't need to go I'm there. I'm able to diagnose it from afar. <laughs> not quite that far. I think
5: it's the next logical step of Renaissance Fair guy. Right, the, these people who have some sort of common it might interest. Be the
4: next step, but it's not a logical step. But go on, Sean.
5: It's, it, they, they like dressing up. That's what I've. I've people. Some people like dressing up. I don't right. get it. Some people enjoy it. Whether it's you know old timey, you know Robin Hood type people or some sort of pink dinosaur. Yeah, I yeah, I fair I was, enough.
6: I thought, I thought, so you said next logical step. I think Joe is right. It might be the next. step. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the logic. That if takes there is you
4: from... a
5: step of yeah,
4: yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I concede that point. I am told though on good authority, that uh, you haven't truly inhabited your furry pers- persona because they have names and everything. If, if I'm rocking my bear costume, don't call me Joe. I'm Fluffer Bear, and you got to address me as Fluffer Bear. And they're, they're, I'm told on good authority that you have truly not embodied your character Until you have, uh, uh, you know, uh, had an unholy uh, coupling with, say, a pink dinosaur. It's not a
6: coincidence that their biggest convention is in the Bay Area of California. You wouldn't have this in Chattanooga, Tennessee. (laughs) Unlikely. For instance. Lovely as Chattanooga is this time of year. (laughs)
4: You're not going to have people who enjoy dressing up as animals. Right. Well, they mentioned that some of the people who were hanging around outside who interceded in this uh, admittedly terrible act of domestic violence um, were out there with their heads off because you get damned hot wearing the thing (laughs)
6: indoors. I think it should be like just like the Mandalorian. You never take your head off. (laughs) You never take your helmet off. This is the way. This is the way. You're not going to know what I actually look like. I'm yeah. in my bear costume. Well, yeah, it's unlikely they're going to have this uh,
4: this convention in Charlotte in August with those fur costumes on. So, yeah, San Jose in the wintertime is about perfect. But anyway, nice job, guys, who are involved. And... Do you get to
6: choose your animal, or does that oh, say course. anything about your personality? Oh, you?
4: yeah, there's an entire culture about that. It expresses something about you. When you. Uh, What's you know. the common Oh, you're asking me like I know these. Well, stuff. I just
6: did. Like, if you see a picture, you're going to see a lot of bears and horses.
4: I've, I've seen a lot of foxes and dogs and, like, teddy bears. But then there are, uh, you know, dinosaurs. Is there dinosaurs some, is there stuff some like
6: childhood stuffy thing related to this? Or does anybody know what's behind it? I don't know. That's an excellent question. The weirdness that I, drives it? I, I, I do not know. You, you bonded with your stuffy, like, is it like a six-year-old. Bonded? Is that a euphemism? Oh, as a six-year-old, you got some comfort from it. And well, somehow, I bonded with my my stuff, and that's why back. you dress like an animal all the time. But only you know in January. Latest of impeachment. And-
2: the Senate is adjourned overnight after hours of intense grueling debate frustration between democratic prosecutors and president trump's defense team boiling over
4: i'm struck by what we've heard from the president's counsel so far tonight they will not permit the american people to hear from the witnesses and they lie and lie and lie and lie mr nadler it is not nonsense these are privileges recognized by the supreme court of the united states And to shred the Constitution on the floor of the
2: Senate, to serve what purpose? It grew so heated, Chief Justice John Roberts stepped in to reprimand both sides.
1: I think it is appropriate at this point for me to admonish uh, both the House managers and the President's Council in equal terms uh, to remember that they are addressing the world's greatest deliberative body.
6: Oh. And that's when he dropped the P bomb. And to quit acting like adolescent idiots. Petty fogging. No petty fogging. I, I think it's the interesting.
1: The ought not to have been used. No right.
6: petty fogging. Um, you know, I'm sorry, a quick
4: aside. I'm surprised the National Archives even let them have. The copy of the Constitution, Let much alone. less sh- sh- shredded on the Senate floor. Exactly.
6: I can't believe there. Uh, they're, how many co- uh, copies what are of the, the Constitution are there? A couple. Almost done. And and you're, you're allowed to not only hold it in your hand, but to shred it. Isn't yeah. there an, a no electronics rule? How did a paper God. shredder
4: get there? I and think nobody they did it old them? school. A pair of scissors. Just wow. cut it in strips, then cut it in strips. Where that are you going that Constitution?
6: It. I'm taking it to the shredder. Wait, you can't shred the Constitution on
4: the floor of the Senate. Hey, watch
6: me. <laughs> Why did even have a shredder in the well of the Senate?
4: Can anybody say anything without hyperbole anymore?
6: Well, so that—that's actually the point <laughs> I was getting to. That's from last am literally night. Literally starving. That, <laughs> that happened after midnight on the East Coast, where these people are and live. Um, and I—I'm I, wondering, is there a last bastion? of grown-up talk where it's not all hyperbole and just over-the-top nonsense. Well, not nonsense, but just over-the-top. Because the Senate has been that and is hoping to continue to be that. You don't say thing In the House, they say crap like this all the time. Right. Well, they didn't used to, but it's grown over the years. But yeah. now, you call people liars all the time now in the House. But in the Senate, you don't say they lie and they lie and they lie. You don't say that in the Senate. Right. You just don't. And then you don't say they're shredding the Constitution. That's not the sort of things they say in the Senate. They make complex arguments.
4: And (laughs) and everybody acts like a grown-up. And even if you're a little butthurt, you still act like a grown-up. I don't think we need to aspire to that high a (laughs) standard. Well, I I, would. uh, You know me.
6: I would suggest that the good man from California is misleading you when he says that I mean that's the way you say somebody lied oh, oh, oh. just to try to keep the conversation not even that direct to keep the conversation and then you do, and then you support it with some evidence of how you're being misled. Right, Um, right. And once you resort to name-calling, then it just becomes a a fight. Right, and they're used to that. Kansas State. (laughs) (laughs) They're used to that in the House, and certainly, you know, all of our discourse has gone that direction. I just wonder (laughs) if John Roberts can tamp that down in the Senate with his no pettifogging rule, and uh, and keep people from acting like that. Well, I, I d- doubt it.
4: I tell you what, that's what, uh, what you get when you invite members of the House into your nice place. Yeah,
6: it's like when I go to Target and there's Walmart people there. It's like <laughs> oh, going to the oh, Senate boy. and there's House people there. Strange <laughs> Elitism I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Target and there were Walmart people in there. Oh, I was no. In the, I was in the well of the Senate and there were House members there.
4: Right, exactly. Hey, psst, honey, look over there. I think those are congressmen
6: oh jeez!
5: Oh, oh look at
4: him he's blowing his nose in his hand <laughs> he
5: says as he sips on his milk
4: <laughs> right, right right yeah what did, yeah somebody explain that to me so they,
6: <laughs> they only are you blowing your nose in your hand i don't know why i was actually going to have you dig up there was a historian i saw yesterday going through this but they only allowed water in there In the Senate for a long time, and then somebody, because some sort of stomach condition or something, had to drink milk all the time, or for this sort of thing. Good question. You can't bring a
4: cup of coffee onto the Senate floor. I can't be. I guess that's why they spend so much time in the cloakroom.
6: They're f- fiending up before they go in. Yeah, they have a coffee stand right outside. But, uh, I guess some... you can wander out whenever you want. So they allowed milk for somebody with a stomach problem. And ever since then, because it's stupid, um, it's just stupid to hold on to rules like this. But, uh, there's no, there's, there's only water and milk. So, okay. Although part of the Senate's thing is they move slowly and carefully. I'll grant you the only water for whatever reason it is. You don't want people spilling stuff or or something. Come on. But, okay, the guy with the stomach problem, when he left 50 years ago, then you go back to only water. You don't continue to allow milk. It doesn't make any sense. Well, they had a six-week-long debate over it and decided to keep it. There's no food. Even though they're there for 12 hours, no food is allowed at all, which I'm fine with just the noise and the smells, and I would hate that. But somebody's got a giant candy drawer, and they don't count that as food. So everybody goes over and grabs Nutter Butters and Snickers and Skittles and all kinds of stuff to try to keep themselves uh powered up wow, through, the... through 12 hours of listening to people talk. The Senate, I assume, just had like Werther's candies and butterscotches
5: and stuff like that. They
4: had modern...
1: a <laughs>
5: They have modern candies
4: as
2: well.
5: (laughs) So apparently in 1966, it was a Senator Durskin. And this is, I believe, a transcript of the interaction. He he said, quote, is it in violation of the Senate rules if the senator from Illinois asked one of the page boys to go to the restaurant and bring him a glass of milk? If it is in violation of the rules, I will forget it. The presiding officer then said there is nothing in the rules to prohibit the senator from requesting a glass of milk. And then so great moments in American
6: history. (laughs) And since then, it's water and milk. Yeah. And, and, and nutter butters and Snickers bars. All right.
5: Uh,. If you want to Mr. verify Chairman. for yourself, it's on page 1023 uh, of the congressional record from January 24th, 1966. So, Is there th- anything
4: in the Senate rules to preclude the uh, uh, me sending uh, the page to the uh, Senate bar for a little tanker and tonic? Uh, twist a line, please. Yeah, Thank you.
6: <laughs>
2: so late- <Pit> of Hennessy. <laughs>
6: late last night, McConnell gave in on some of his rules, which I think were just designed for uh, negotiation purposes, but they'll go from two days to... Three days. Each side gets three days to prevent their, present their 24 hours. So you can do three eight-hour days, obviously, instead oh. of two 12-hour days. Oh
4: Well, it's going to be rushed, but uh, I guess that's enough. <laughs> and Holy so that crap. means
6: each side gets three days. So we got a week before they get to the all-important vote of whether or not they're going to allow witnesses. So the real drama is going to come in about a week.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to the senator's uh, questioning period. That will at least be a bit of a a breakup of the same old speeches being made over and over again and that we've all heard. I mean, I'm i sure its uh, we can check on this. I'm sure there are Americans who are just now coming to the process and haven't heard Adam Schiff suggest why the president has betrayed all that is good and holy. But most of us have heard it so many times. Oh, my gosh. Something different,
6: please. Literally putting the Constitution in a paper shredder. (laughs) No, no, they're not. No. What was the story I heard the other day? Glenn Beck's got a copy of the Declaration of Independence, one of the original copies of the Declaration of Independence,
4: in his office. Well, one of the yeah, the copies made like contemporaneously. There's there's only a couple in the the, the world. Three or whatever. Yeah,
6: and Glenn Beck's got one in his office by some like weird a guy who's in charge of the archives where one of them was being capped, really likes Glenn Beck, and Glenn Beck said, could I have my office? And the guy brought it over, and so Glenn Beck now has... Wait a minute. ...a copy of the Constitution in his office, which is pretty cool.
4: I think I need a more... Description of the facts of the case. <laughs> no offense, but no, I read wait that. a minute. That's not how it works. It did, so there's some huge AEG fan working in the archives right now. Yeah, so. it was a- saying, you know what, the fellows that enjoy the Bill of Rights? <laughs> it's faded and hard to read. If but- I remember
6: right, because I read the article, it was what, what a, a traveling copy, part of a, a, a history on display sort of thing that was going around the country, and it was in some town, and the guy who was in charge of it in that town said, sure. And. And Glenn had it in his his, his, his
4: office for weeks or Well listen, if you work at the archives, just grab a pair of scissors, snip me off the first amendment. I mean You're I don't want to cut be, it up. Glenn. I don't want to be greedy. Of course I'd kind of like to have the second amendment, which exists in case we lose the
6: first one. Two things I need. Hmm. Original copy of the Magna Carta. Yes. And a Gutenberg Bible. That doesn't, doesn't seem, seem like a lot to ask. ask. Is that much? Certainly. Chip me off a big chunk of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> Put it in the ceiling in here. Yeah, I'd like to. That I'd like
4: good. to tile my bathroom with some of the. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'd like. I'd like that to be the ceiling of my bathroom.
6: I've got a lot more on furries. If you want that, uh, explaining this. Uh, did you know that there are hero people- furries rescue woman uh, being beaten up in San Jose yesterday? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yes, yes. but. Uh, it kind of obscures the main story is that there are a, a number of people, grown-ups, who like to dress as animals. Thousands. And they have a convention every year. Yeah. And I uh, got more on that, among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I would like to have, I'll tell you what I don't like, though. I'd love to have Mike Pompeo testify, but again, that's a national security problem. But I'd love to have Mike Pompeo, but it's a national security problem. I'd love to have Rick Perry. Rick Perry has asked me, I'd love to testify. Please let me testify because he knows this is all a hoax. He understands it better than most. And Rick Perry would love to testify, but we're dealing with national security. That's uh, the president, obviously, talking about he has no problem with a lot of the people being mentioned testifying, including uh, John Bolton. I always almost say Michael Bolton, probably till my dying day. He has nothing to do with it, though, the high-voiced singer of the 80s, 90s.
6: Well, he says he's okay with it. Maybe he is. I don't know. That's all I'm reporting, It's pretty Jack. easy to say when you can say, well, you know, it'd be nice if we could do that, but we can't. So yeah, what are you going to do? You know, it's funny. That's one of my picky,
4: picky problems with journalism these days. Um and you were on the right side of it. You hear it all the time and I remember back in, you know, when I used to take classes on this sort of stuff, they told you not to do it. Chuck Schumer was angry when he took to the floor of the Senate. Well, wait a minute. He's a politician. Everybody knows politicians act angry and they you know, just have a caveat in there that he appeared angry or he claimed he was or whatever. Stop repeating the politician's description of what's going on as if it's fact. No. So, anyway, yes, the president said he would welcome their testimony.
6: Tell you what, we're going to find out in a week, and uh, most people s- seem to think that there will be witnesses, and if the witnesses are John Bolton, Mick Mulvaney... Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, that Parnas dude. I mean, if those people are questioned, that's going to be some pretty exciting TV. Stormy Daniels, (laughs)
5: Dennis Rodman,
6: (laughs) uh, international relations,
5: clearly, Ivana
4: Trump. Yeah, some ex-wives. The, uh, Hunter Biden's stripper
5: girlfriend? Yes. Does each witness need to get individually approved, or is there just a floodgate of once witnesses are on board, then we can just start I'm not calling. sure on that. Uh, they need to be approved. They
4: need to have a vote on whether they are relevant a or not. A full
6: Senate okay. vote but, on yes, each witness?
4: Yes, but just a simple majority. And the Chief Justice only... can weigh in, but it's up to the Senate, ultimately. Which
6: means you only need four Republicans To go along with a Hunter Biden or a Michael Bolton? John
4: Bolton? Well, it would be opposite sides, those two questions. But, yeah, you'd need no Republicans to, uh, I mean, mean, you'd need no Democrats to vote in favor of Hunter Biden. Right. And listen, listen to the Senate. We have many senators who listen every day to the Armstrong and Getty show in Washington, D.C., as far as I know. Um, America needs entertainment. I mean, we need the system to work and the Constitution the rest of it, but we also need entertainment. So if it comes down to like a wobbler or a coin flip, bring Hunter in. Would you please? It would just be
6: so exciting. Bolton, does your mustache swear to tell the truth, the whole (laughs) truth, nothing but the truth? It does. So help it God. (laughs) Uh, We've been fascinated by the furry convention for years because um, it's in San Jose, California, and I didn't even know this was a thing. People that dress up as animals, and they have a big convention, and there's a bunch of them come from all over the world. And I don't, I don't know how many people are into this. Furries are people who have a strong interest in animals with near human attributes. Think of typical Saturday morning cartoon sorts of animals that can walk and talk, but still maintain the physical features of an animal. That's kind of what they're into. And a lot of furries have fursonas that they identify with. Some do not. Like a persona, but a fursona. Right. It can be considered a hobby or a full on identity. I identify as a pink fox. For some people, it's got a sexual aspect to it. For a lot of people, it, there's nothing to it. If there's a sexual aspect to it, if you're turned on by people who are furries, that's called yiff or yiffing. But a lot of people just, um, and there are dating sites for furries, but, so we came up with this information from one of the websites, and again, this uh, the furry convention's going on in San Jose, and we've... We've heard from people who have gone uh, many times.
4: So if you're in San Jose and you say, I don't know, I'm a little iffy on that, make sure people hear iffy and not yiffy, or you may end up in a scene you never imagined. Joe, the furry community Has is... a en- gorilla climbing all over you.
6: ...is endlessly diverse. That's, that's
4: good to hear. There are both dinosaurs and dogs.
6: Encompassing all kinds of animals, real and mythical, and no animal is more or less valid than others. Good point. Diversity. That being said, the 20 most... Popular fursona species are wolf, yeah, red fox, dragon, domestic- red
4: fox. The uh, black seventies comedian, yes. Lemal, Lamau, <laughs> you big
6: dummy. Yeah, that's him. Huh? That's odd. <laughs> we used a lot of bad language. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a dragon, a domestic cat, a tiger, a husky, a dog. Man, you're cutting it thin when you're a wolf, husky, or dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're in a big costume with a pointed nose, and the got ears, blue it- eyes, and everything, <laughs> yeah, you're a husky dog. All right, fine. No, I'm a, I'm a regular dog, not a husky. You're all a wolf. Right, Whatever. All right. Uh, other kinds of felines, other kinds of fox. Arctic fox versus regular fox versus yeah. husky. Whatever. What is wrong? Red fox. Okay, you're an arctic fox, not a red fox. Perhaps now. Get out or... of my hotel room. <laughs> I thought you you pissed yourself off as an arctic fox.
4: You know arctic fox, you fraud. You're thought, clearly a red fox. I
6: thought I was yiffing. I am not yiffing. I am I not yiffing you... with you, you perv. <laughs>
4: Perhaps uh, now would be a good time to review the principle of the narcissism of small distinctions. Yeah,
5: but no back
6: to you. Arctic fox. Ooh, gross. I thought you were a red fox.
5: You don't know the difference between an icy and a jungle habitat? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Your paws wouldn't last a minute on the tundra. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Other popular furry costumes. Rabbit, lion, Canine, other raccoon, leopard, gray fox, coyote. cheese. boy, horse. the
4: canines really getting
6: their love from the furries. Yeah, that's clearly by far they way outweighing this is, the felines. Yeah, I said this is the top twenty, but eleven about the primates, eleven of the top twenty are a dog-like
4: creature. So yeah, the clearly primates are the closest to us gen- genetically. No orangutans,
6: gorillas, chimps, no, no monkey of any kind. Huh. Um, then you go uh, horse and river otter. What? Top ones. River otter. Very cute. Mm -hmm. Endearing. Float on their back.
4: Crack clams on their belly.
6: So now I know if I'm going to show up some sort of dog-ish costume.
4: Very nice. Walk around on uh, behind legs.
6: Did rabbit uh, pop up? Yeah, we did. I'd
4: be tempted to be a
5: wisecracking Bugs Bunny type character. I go otter just because I've always wanted an excuse to use my belly as a plate.
4: Yeah. Yeah, well, don't we all from time to time?
5: You tell me you've never used your belly
4: as a plate. (laughs) Look at me. Look me in the eye. All right. That's what I thought. <laughs>
6: There's so many. I was, I was um, listening to a news story today. There is uh, the youngest person ever admitted to Mensa, three-year-old with an <laughs> IQ of, you know, 950 or however it works. and All right. and, uh, <laughs> and you meet me at chess, three-year-old. And uh, this three-year-old is, uh, I don't even know how that three-year-old takes an IQ test, but youngest member ever. Mensa. And I just, yeah. and, I, and I thought, you know, with my kids and various struggles I've seen with other kids... As you've said, genius is just a different kind of crazy. I mean, it's just their brain doesn't work in a way that maybe and, and not definitely uh, benefits them. But right. God, I always remember Letterman had this woman on who was supposed to be the smartest woman in the world years ago. This was back in the 80s at Letterman. Mm-hmm. He mocked her cruelly. Oh, she boy. came off as dim and very weird. She might have been brilliant, but uh, yeah, but whether or not she can function,
4: that sounds cruel and
6: whether or not not she could make a living or function in society. I have no idea. Right. Um, Yeah. And 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 there's my point just being there's so many different ways the brain works and why some people have a need to dress as an animal, why some people their brain makes them a genius, why some people, you know, uh, can't stand to be in small spaces. Right. Um, Right. It's just Wow.
4: Yeah, yeah. for all the mirth uh, we've engaged in today, I have a fair amount of sympathy for people's need to be themselves, and there are a lot of different brands of crazy, and most of them are harmless. A lot of them are harmless.
6: If I found out my three-year-old was a genius, I'd think, oh boy, this is going to be a, a problem to manage, not yay. A huge challenge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, indeed. Keep you up to date on impeachment. Stay tuned.
5: Armstrong
0: and Getty.